Hello, and welcome to the Legendarium Green Team. We're a group of Legendarium fans who come together to talk about books the main pod aren't covering. I am your host, Buffalo Panda, and I am joined today by Little Red Book. Hi, everyone. Yeti Beats. Hey, hey, what's up? And Spook. Hello. Hey. All right. Today, we'll be sharing some of our anticipated SFF releases in the year 2021 and why we're looking forward to them. Please note that these release dates for these books are subject to change. Any dates we share are what were available at the time of this recording. For any sequels we talk about, we will not be spoiling the series. We'll just share some info about the first in the series if needed. Lastly, we'll be going through the books in order of projected release dates. All right, let's go. Um, So let's start with January, which by the time this episode goes out, these books will most likely have already been released. So if you didn't know about these, well, now you do, and you can go back and look for them. Yeah. All right. So the first one we've got is um, Across the Green Grass Fields by Seanan McGuire, and it releases January 12th. It's um, fantasy. It's the sixth installment uh, in the award-winning Wayward Children series. The first book of the series is Every Heart a Doorway, which some of us have already read um, for. Uh, the series is about uh, Eleanor West, who has the school for wayward children, and it's a boarding school for kids who come home from portal fantasy worlds and just can't adjust to their new ordinary lives. The books alternate between present time and the backstory of one of the characters. The fifth book was Come Tumbling Down, and that was set in present time. So this new installment is going to be the backstory of one of the characters. You could probably read it as a standalone, but reading the series in publication order is a better experience, in my opinion. And I just really love this series because it's very whimsical. There's lots of different representation, and they're just fun adventures. They're also novellas, so they're quick and good palate cleansers. All right. So then next... uh, Can I add something real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I've only read the first one, but it is a delightful book and very dark, but in a very good way. It's a kid-friendly dark, is what I would say about it. I agree. I, uh, yeah, I love them for being novellas. I feel like this was not maybe the first one, but kind of one of the ones that set it in motion that they're so popular now. The Tor.com novellas, I mean, these were, this was such a big hit that, I mean, now we have novellas for books that would never get made now. I mean, into longer books, but now they're being published. These weird kind of offbeat ideas are now just, I don't know, in, in our world. And I'm kind of grateful for the series for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tor does a really good job. I haven't read a Tor novella that I was disappointed by, and I've read several. So, And I am also looking forward to reading the first book in the series this year uh, for our bingo. And so it definitely is great that she's adding more books that I have to look forward to after reading the mm-hmm. initial series. The author did say that she will continue to write in this series as long as people will read them and want them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of material there. So. For sure. All right. Uh, who's next? It's me. And I'm going to do horrible mis- mispronunciations and you are all going to laugh at me and I'm very sorry to the author. Um, <laughs> so I'm speaking for Erdandis right now and he's really looking forward to Remote Control by Indy Orakov. Oh dear. Korafor. Korafor. <laughs> oh dear. It's okay. It is hard to pronounce. And yeah. um, I have hard a hard time with it, let's face it. <laughs> um, an alien artifact turns a young girl into Death's adopted daughter in remote control, a thrilling sci-fi, sci-fi tale of community and female empowerment. And so Eridandis is a big fan of this author because um, she's a Nigerian-American and she uses a lot of um, uh, African mythology in her work. And she just, he just loves her sci-fi and how she's, how she blends the mythology into the sci-fi. And apparently she's been praised by Gene Wolfe. Huge Ooh. thing for some people. Right on. So, hey, I've only Aaron read... Dandis loves it. 
then I'm in. I mean, I'm always willing to give it a try. Yeah, it like sounds it. interesting. But I've uh, been burned before. Not by Eridanus, but by... I especially, yeah, I especially enjoy African mythology or just mythology in general. So it's interesting that she's bringing that into her own series. I've read um, the first two books in her other series called um, Binti. So those those yeah. are also novellas. Um, and they are, they definitely are not the like more common kind of sci-fi tropes. There's some really interesting um, elements that I won't spoil, but highly recommend. Did you like them, Panda? I did. Um, I, I, I would say like I like the first book more than I like the second one. And I haven't read the third in that series yet. I have yeah, not I've read heard mixed yet. reviews and yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it. She's been on my radar for Binti. I haven't heard of this book that era brought up, but um, I've heard mixed reviews and it's like, you know, it's on, it's on that level where it's like, you have so many to read that I'll just keep her wavering there until uh, yeah. someone keeps pushing it. But yeah. Well, I think the nice thing is because they are novellas, they're, they're short, mm-hmm. right? So it's not as big of a time commitment and you could probably get through them in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that I think we've mentioned several times throughout our our broadcasting or podcasting, I should say, is that um, we read a lot of really long books. And sometimes it's nice just to have something that, you know, doesn't weigh five pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we all love big books and we can't lie. I get it. But it's time to oh, no. Other people may deny, but not us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and Remote Control comes out January 19th. Cool. Um, another book that comes out January 19th is uh, The Mask of Mirrors by M.A. Carrick. And this is, um, I think, actually, I'm not 100% sure, but this might be this author's first book. Um, hmm. But it, it's actually a pen name for two authors, Marie Brennan and Alice Helms. And it's about Renata Verdot, uh, who is a con artist, who has come to the sparkling city of Nadezra, the city of dreams, with one goal. To trick her way into a noble house and secure her fortune and her sister's fortune. But she's drawn into the... No, that's not the right word. She's drawn into the aristocratic world of house, and it's a weird name, Trementis? She realizes her masquerade is just one of many surrounding her. And as corrupted magic begins to weave its way through Nadezra, the poisonous feuds of its aristocrats and the shadowy dangers of its impoverished underbelly become tangled with Ren at their heart. And this book is getting a lot of hype. um, And I just want to read it because it seems like there's going to be court intrigue involved. And I really love those. I love myself some good court intrigue. I gotta say, the exact same. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Marie Brennan is she? What does she write? The History of Dragons is that the book? She? I I feel like I've heard her name before, but um, I've never heard of Alice. And a cool now spelling with her name, s- by the way, Panda A L Y C. Well, yes, I think you're right. You are correct. Once you said it, Ooh. I was like, yeah, her name is very familiar. And yeah. Marie Brennan is also a pseudonym. So this author's <laughs> like layers deep here. Um, and I mean, I can see why she chose a pseudonym because her name is Bryn Neuenschwander. Okay. That's, nah. that's a hard last name. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I'm just glad I'm not the only one mispronouncing <laughs> things around here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so good catch. Sure. <laughs> oh, good catch, uh, Yeti. Interesting. All right, who's hmm. next? Uh, I think I am, right? Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, so I this one is, I suggested it, Pawn's Gambit by Rob J. Hayes. Uh, and it's he's the author who did Never Die, which was kind of a pseudo self-published hit. I don't know if self-published <laughs> books can be hits, but fairly popular. Um, yeah. And it's a sequel to that. Well, it's not really a sequel. It's the follow-up to that book. Never Die was a standalone, and essentially that book was, uh, it was kind of like if a young guy, a young boy needed to bring back all these famous legends back to life. They're all dead, and he brought them all back to life to help them. So it was kind of like if, like, Lan from Wheel of Time, Aragorn, you know, the Bloody Nine, Lock Lamora, were all dead. Mm-hmm. They all got brought together and had to, like, 
work together in this epic quest which was a really fun book. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like Todd's level one stuff. But. Yeah. So this is a second, it's a follow-up. It's in the same world. It's a standalone. You don't have to read Never Die to read Pawn's Gambit. Um, I, I honestly, his books, if you ever look at them, the covers are just like kind of gnarly. And uh, so I didn't even read the what this one's about, but it just looks like another bunch of heroes all kind of standing together looking uh, into the, I don't know. I want to say a bad ASS. Um, so I don't know if we can, on this one. I, never, I couldn't remember. So, but, uh, yeah, so this is kind of like a cool, fluffy, fun book. Not to, you know, not to put it down. I'm no, not above no, any no. fluffy oh, books, no, but that's fine. fluffy books are always appreciated, especially after yeah, reading yeah. five pound books, you know? Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, that's, yeah. You need them. So, and it comes out January 26th. Uh, I think, I think a lot of people in our, our community would like it. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And like I said, kind of a refresher after reading for me, like reading Hob, like I'm in the middle of it. I'm like, I just need something to like, like I'm looking at cradle. I'm like, I need something to turn my brain off right now. I'm dying. So, so I just yeah, that was my, up, that's my suggestion. I just looked up the covers. And yes, you're right. <laughs> I, I would pick up the the books if I saw these in the bookstore. And yeah, it's like it's like when <laughs> it's like when me and my friends when we were like eight were pretending to be like cool heroes and we're standing on rocks. That's what we assumed we looked like. <laughs> so we were just a little idiots. Once again, yeah. this is an audio format, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's totally fine. Listeners okay. can go Google. Google I, yeah. I just oh, yeah. nice bad time. Actually, yeah, these are sick covers. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's one of like the selling points for those books. I think they look at that cover and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm in." So never Especially judge a book by a cover book, unless you know? the cover looks like this. You know. Yeah, I always do. <laughs> I never thought it. Yet. I hate it. <laughs> I get in trouble. No, it's it's. One of the things about marketing is when you see a lot of a lot of money goes into making those covers. Like, there's a reason why covers. There's a lot of thought. Yeah. For sure. Some for of some them. of them. Yeah, I'm trying to the more more books than not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, next, uh, so we're moving into February, and there are a couple books here. So the next one, it's called A History of What Comes Next by Sylvain Nouveau. And it releases on February 2nd. It's a sci-fi thriller reminiscent of Blake Crouch and Andy Weir, blending mm. a fast-moving, darkly satirical look at the 1940s rocketry with an exploration of the amorality of progress and the nature of violence. Okay, those were like lots of words that I'm like, I read them, but I need to yeah. reread them to like understand. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a, as we said, darkly satirical first contact thriller as seen through the eyes of the women who make progress possible and the men who are determined to stop them. And I'm excited about this book because I read the Sleeping Giants, which is the first book in the Themis Files trilogy. Um, and I also read The Test uh, by this author. And I just really like his like take on human psychology. So I'm super stoked for this next one. And I know Aridandis was also uh, excited and interested about this one. Andy Weir is the author for Martian, right? Yes, mm -hmm. which okay. we'll talk about yeah. him later as well. Okay, yeah, interesting. And Blake Crouch did Dark Matter, D which is kind mm -hmm. of like uh, a mind-bending sci-fi type of thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, made, for me. they made a show from that too, right? Oh, they did. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, think oh. I don't know if it's like out. It, I think it is, but that's beside the point. But yeah, um, Blake Crouch is one that I've seen a lot and people talk a lot about, uh, Dark Matter and Recursion, which is his latest one. I haven't read them yet, but I hear really great things. Dark Matter is good. It's pretty trippy, but yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Cool. I have not read any of that. <laughs> Add them to your TBR. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's so big. And with Bingo. <laughs> you know, it's it, just going to get bigger. You just have to accept and, it. <laughs> and I'm doing the Uplift Saga. And it's. <laughs> I'm hey. reading Worm, so it's, it's fine. We're all reading a lot. We're all reading a lot. <laughs> but I want to talk about it intelligently. Oh, jeez. 
talk about it in, you know, 2025. No worries. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, and then next. It, this one is me. So the next book is A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Moss. This book is an anticipated release by our resident Australian, Merlia. Um, Court of Silver Flames is an upcoming romance fantasy book. It is a spinoff of the original series called The Court of Thorns and Roses. To preface just the first book for anyone who hasn't read the series, the first book of the series is a loose retelling of Beauty and the Beast. A human girl gets taken across the border of the human lands in the lands of the immortal Fae after hunting one of their kind unknowingly. And she becomes involved with trying to break the curse and free something. If you want to know more about the book, you're just going to have to read it and find out. Now, this upcoming book follows the story of uh, two side char characters from the original series who ended the previous series with a large amount of implied tension between them. Both are very fiery characters, and with Sarah J. Moss's writing, romance is obviously expected. But the interesting part will be how they get there. The book promises to be a great continuation from a different perspective of the world that was developed in the first three and a half books of the series. We can expect this book to release February 16th. And if fantasy and delicious romance are your thing, I definitely recommend checking them out. You or... <laughs> I also, yeah, I recommend it too. I know Marlia recommends it, but you know, I also recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like fantasy romance, so here. Yeah. Give it a try. Me too. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't read any of Sarah J. Mass's books. Um, like the Throne of Glass series just isn't as appealing to me. The A Court of Thorn, Thorns and Roses are more interesting since uh, at least the first two, I think, are some sort of retelling and then her latest was um uh house of earth and blood which is like 800 pages uh of nothing of fantasy romance so <laughs> i don't know that sounds a little long for a, a novella <laughs> long night again long it's night. a novella of 800 pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah no brandon um, but, i mean novella there. i i uh, i am intrigued so yeah. All right, uh, that was it for February. So we're now moving into March. And uh, I think Little Red, you've got one. I do. It's called A Desolation Called Peace by, here we go again, guys, Arcady Martin. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Oh, hold on. I think we should say we probably shouldn't read this synopsis since it's a sequel. Oh, nah. guys, this is all I have prepared for it. Spoiler. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we can improvise here. Right. So, so here's what we're going to say Lady Sweden and um, Drew from Inking Out Loud are very excited about this book. Okay. I read the first book and we called? did an episode called A Memory Called Empire. And it was a good book and it won a bunch of awards. And we did an episode on it. And a lot of people really liked it. And I thought it was a fine book. It was fine. But a lot of people are really looking forward to this. So that's what I have to say about it. <laughs> I, I am looking forward to it. Like, I didn't love the first book. Like, no. part of it was just because the hype was so much. I had way too high of expectations. But yes, yes. I did like her writing style. And also the Texcalani empire culture was very interesting with the use of poetry so i'm intrigued to continue like i enjoy the first book enough to continue with the sequel so. i may read it i may read it <laughs> you've got I a know. lot on your plate i understand well, it's not even yeah. that i just it was fine it was a fine book <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it comes out march 2nd <laughs> Yeah, cool. Drew. Drew was just talking about it on Discord. I can't. He said some comment about it. I was trying to bring it up, but I failed. Um, I could not find it. Yeah, I can find it. I know a lot of people loved it. Yeah. yeah. He he said that something well, so about Drew, its prose. Drew is lucky in that he got to read an arc of it. Yeah. And some of us are a bit jealous. Uh, but he did say that he's really enjoying it. Uh, like in general, general comments, he's really enjoying the book. But and he also says I'm... that the poetic style peaked mm -hmm. in the first book. 
That's it. The other thing you said. Got it. So there you have it. Cool. All right. Next. So the next book is The Prison Healer by Lynette uh, Noni. It is the first Mm -hmm. book in her new series. Uh, She is known for her other series, The Medorn Chronicles. The Prison Healer follows a 17-year-old, Kiva Meriden, as she works as a prison healer in Zalandov, the notorious death prison. Kiva is tasked to keep the terminally ill rebel queen alive long enough for her to undergo the trial by ordeal. Read how Kiva takes on the deadly trial by ordeal herself in the queen's stead for both her and the queen's freedom. The Prison Healer is expected to release April 13th, with the next book in this series expected to release later in the year. I have not personally read any of Lynette Noni's series, but just by reading the premise alone, I am honestly interested in reading it myself when it comes out. Yeah, me too. I was, I was looking at the synopsis on our, our page, and I was like, oh, I'm in. Anytime someone has like a sacrifice for themselves, or like, I'll step mm-hmm. in and do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. sign me up. And it's like, a, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like an obstacle course or something she has to do. So, nice. Yeah, it does Sounds fun. Good. When I was reading the description, my mind just kept shouting Maze Runner to me, at least the first right. Maze Runner book. And I'm like, I love the first Maze Runner book. Mm-hmm. The rest were okay, but the first one was fantastic. <laughs> and so, yeah. Is that the one with the boys? They're like dropped into a a maze, a maze, a maze. <laughs> and then there's like yeah, one right. girl that shows up or something. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay. yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yes, dropped into a maze. Anyway, <laughs> nice. Okay, so that was uh, that's it for March, and then moving into April, we've got one for April. Is that me? I can't see. I think it's it little red. LRP. I think it's me. Nope. Yep. Ooh, because it's murderbot. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Fugitive Telemetry, which will be the sixth book, the second novel in this series, is coming out. It's a novella. It's a novella? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be great, guys. It's so it's fun. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's like, um, I just discovered this series thanks to Panda um, this year, and we've actually recorded episodes on it. And they're funny and dark and violent, and they're just amazing. And I'm so excited, guys. It's going to be great. (laughs) This is actually one of the few books. There's only two books I'm really, really looking forward to, and this is one of them. Mm -hmm. It's one one of those series or books where, like, I just know when I read it, it's going to be good because everyone has unanimous, like, high praise for it. And it's... And it's so, okay, so the whole thing could be enjoyed very surface level, like action movie, John Wick. And also, but also it it has some thoughts. The book has thoughts. Murderbot has thoughts. We spend a lot of time in Murderbot's head. So I recently found this out. There is a Twitter account that just tweets quotes from Murderbot. Mm. Oh, really? I think it's like, yeah, Yeah, it's on a schedule. Um, and I just, I follow it and I love it. Sometimes, you know, you just like, yes, Murderbot, I needed to hear that. Yes, humans are stupid. <laughs> Does he ever need to pause and have an emotion? Because no, sometimes, occasionally. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I personally am so excited for, for Fugitive uh, Telemetry. So I hope we could do an episode on it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving into May, uh, we got a couple for May, and the first one is uh, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir, so the author of The Martian, and it comes out May 4th. And this one's really interesting. It's a lone astronaut must save the Earth from disaster. So obviously we're going to be back in space, Um, Mm -hmm. but this is, there's a twist here. Ryland Grace is the sole survivor on a desperate last chance mission. And if he fails, humanity and the Earth itself will perish. Except that he doesn't know that. (laughs) Part scientific mystery, part dazzling interstellar journey, Project Hail Mary is a tale of discovery, speculation, and survival while taking us to places it never dreamed of going. Um, I mean, I really enjoy The Martian. So I haven't read Artemis by Andy Weir. But that one got some mixed reviews, but this one sounds really, really intriguing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Did anyone else read The Martian or just you, Panda? I read I, it. 
I have also I did read not. it. Yeah. Great book. I, thought, I liked it. I thought it was one of the few where I thought uh, the movie was better, or I liked the movie mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, The Martian, I, I did not like it, but um, uh, every time they ask, when we had those questions where it's like, what movie's better than the book? I'm like, ah, oh, The Martian. And I think I brought it up once. It's like, what? I'm like, oh, sorry. I'll back away. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't back away. No, I- yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually I agree. Feel I feel that way about Hunt for Red October and Jurassic Park. Honestly, I like them both better as movies. I think it's a great um, example for Jurassic Park. It being the movie being better than the book because not many people know that there's a book itself. <laughs> right. There, oh, so Michael Crichton just, we're getting off topic, but he kind <laughs> of, he kind of gets bogged down in like way more detail. <laughs> Of course, I yeah. mean, I was reading it in the eighth grade, so probably I should revisit it. <laughs> They're still good. They were... yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if we're still on Michael Critton, uh, or however you say his name, The Lost World, that book's fantastic. The movie is, uh, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> the, the book is great. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we could have a whole episode about Crichton and also yeah. about, like, movies better being the, yeah. movies well, better than the shows. book. We've done yeah. adaptations, but we could definitely do an adaptation yeah. part two for sure. Yeah. Um, but in, I actually agree with you, uh, Yeti, that I think the Martian film was better than the Martian book. Um, and p- mostly because there got to a point in the book where it's just like, another thing happened. And you're just like, come on. Um, whereas the <laughs> yeah. film kind of kept it going, cut out Agreed. some stuff. Um, yeah. But anyway... So, yeah, Project Hail Mary, May 4th. Looking forward to it. Um, The next one in May is um, the third installment in a series, but it's actually a really interesting uh, series. So it's called A Master of Jinn. That's the name of the third book. And it's by P. Jelly Clark. Comes out May 11th. And it's the third installment in the Fatma El Shawari series. I butcher that i am so sorry um but the first installment of the series is actually a free short story on tor.com's website and the blurb about that short story is egypt 1912 in an alternate cairo infused with the otherworldly the ministry of alchemy enchantments and supernatural entities investigate disturbances between the mortal and the possibly divine what starts off as an odd suicide case for special investigator Fatma al-Shawari leads her through the city's underbelly as she encounters rampaging ghouls, saucy assassins, clockwork angels, and a plot that could unravel time itself. And the, the third installment is a continuation of her adventures. And I'm currently reading Ring Shout by P. Jelly Clark, and I'm enjoying that, so... I just want to read more of his stuff. He has like very, very interesting premises for his works. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. I love the idea of a saucy assassin. For some reason, I'm thinking sassy <laughs> assassins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like those settings too. I wish there was more in general, just Middle Eastern or mm-hmm, uh, even mm-hmm. Arabian settings, you know, with fantasy. Um, and it's, it's just cool to kind of broaden out somewhere like that. Yeah. Not sticking to Europe and Asia. Right, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like a mystery, right? Like a detective mystery? Yes. But with yeah. rules and... Ooh, cool. that's check that out. I, saw it. I, I will definitely check that book out. Cool. All righty, so it's me again. We're yeah, going we're... into June. Um, this is a book I'm also really excited for. I know Panda's very excited for it. It is The Witness for the Dead by Catherine Addison. Witness for the Dead is the indirect sequel to Goblin Emperor. Uh, this book will follow a different character that was introduced in the Goblin character, or in the Goblin Emperor, excuse me. I am personally excited for this book because just a few weeks ago we recorded an episode for Goblin Emperor for the Green Team, and that episode will be releasing soon. If you want to hear our thoughts on this book, definitely check it out. Uh, the character in Witness for the Dead was one of my favorite characters uh, in Goblin Emperor, so I am very excited for its release. We can expect this book June 22nd, and I don't know the exact date, but our episode for Goblin Emperor should be releasing in a couple weeks. I can look up the date. It'll take me a second, though. Mm-hmm. 
it's the beginning of February. I think it'll actually come out right after this episode releases. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny. Uh, the first book always was on every list for like best standalone novel and stuff like that. Oh, no. <laughs> and now it's getting going to lose that status. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> best but it's not sign. really a sequel. It's just going to move to was... best first book in a series. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, best New book list. New list. But I mean, it's not exactly a sequel in the sense that you said it, no. it follows a complete, right. di- completely different character. So, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Well, we also don't quite know what the premise like the in more details of the premise of the this book is mm-hmm. so uh, we have some guesses as to what it could be about but obviously we're not going to spoil anything here so go listen yeah. to the goblin emperor episode yeah and read it and read, and it. read it yes <laughs> cool so that was for june moving into july little red so Chesky is really looking forward to The Last Graduate, which is the sequel to A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik, um, who's one of his favorite authors, or an author he loves. So Mm -hmm. a school of dark magic in which its graduate or die. Chesky is looking forward to this book because he loves the setting. And I have not read the first one, but I actually am looking forward to maybe picking up the first book because I always thought that the real problem with Hogs, Hogwarts is it was not able to keep its students alive. So this seems more realistic for a magic <laughs> academy. <laughs> it's a seriously disturbing number of children die at Hogs in Hogwarts. Right. Spoilers, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I picked the first book up. It was on sale on Kindle, like one of those nice. daily deals. And I like so. Just based on reviews of the content and what's in the book story-wise, I've heard it's incredible. I heard it's really, really good. Uh, and this is the one that does have um, some, uh, you know, other stuff along with it. But just mm-hmm. if you're talking about story uh, and things like that, I heard it's great. So I, I'm going to jump in. I'm not, you know, going to be scared away from trying it. Certainly thinking about picking it up for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do it for Bingo because I'm already doing one of her other books. Womp womp. There is. There is some controversy about this book, uh, mostly because of how the author treats some of its characters. Um, and there's been reviews. I've read some reviews. Um, I haven't looked that deeply into it. So just so people know that there is some controversy. If you want to read it, you could use it for the controversial author square for our bingo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, keep- otherwise, I've heard it's really, really good. So we keep referencing bingo. So for those of you who are just tuning in, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, Green Team has put, put together a bingo that is based on our fantasy uh, subreddits bingo. And you can look at it on our discussion channel. Yeah, that it's, post- it's posted on Twitter. It's on Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. in Discord. If you can't find it, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's everywhere. And I'm looking for more I'm looking for more buddy reads because I only have five. So um, <laughs> you're going to get twenty-five buddy reads for all the twenty-five squares then. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> One of them I can't even count, by the way. I because I yeah. yeah, so I thought everyone was just playing bingo on like Friday nights without me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Yeti about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <and> that. <clears throat> we just murder each other on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> In Among Us. <laughs> yes. In real life. Yes. In real life. There's a reason why some people don't show up in some of these episodes, but. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was for July. Moving on into August. Yeti. All right. I think I'm up. Oh, double. I'm up double. Yep. All right. Yeah. So uh, this one in August, it's called The Maleficent Seven by Cameron Johnston. And uh, I just recommended or a book, a uh, duology called The Age of Ty- Tyranny Duology to Eridanus. And I think he started it. Um, but this is a new series, the start of a new series um, from an author I really like. He does kind of grim, darkish, um, saw, strong anti-hero, like a guy who's super powerful and an anti-hero. And this new book, what I like about it is uh, I love books that just kind of steal straight from films. Um, if you ever know, there's a... You know, there's a film called The Magnificent Seven, like an old Western. Mm -hmm. And it's like where one guy kind of gets his buddies 
together, seven buddies to protect a small town. And that's literally what this is, the fantasy version of that. Um, it's like a, just, I'll give a quick description, but it's this guy called Black Heron, who's uh, the most ruthless general, you know, that so-and-so. And listen to this team he puts together to defend a town. Um, a necromancer, a vampire lord, a demigod, an orcish war leader, a pirate queen, and a twisted alchemist. I mean, come on. Well, that sounds so need, fun. Need I say more? I mean, what else? No, <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's Scottish. I, I like Scottish accents. I've met him once. That's a humble brag I'm throwing oh, in there. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a really nice guy. So uh, yeah, but that is, I think this looks really cool. Um, and I figured, you know, throw it on I there. Know I know mean, somebody okay. else who likes Scottish accents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about there little red <laughs> Move on. Uh, when does when does this book release yet oh sorry yeah um august 10th so <laughs> should be right awesome. up your alley then panda i didn't know that good. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I do too in fairness yeah I me mean, too I, I'm not who shy doesn't Sean <laughs> connery is yeah anyway um <laughs> so that I was do, my <laughs> I do love the Magnificent Seven, like the original mm -hmm. movie. I know and there's the like the, the newer one by Tarantino. That was no. eh. It was eh. That was the Hateful Eight. Uh, that was Hateful Eight. I don't know who no, made no, the new he, one. Somebody did a new one. Yeah, yeah. there is a yeah. new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, it was fine. Chris it was Pratt, Pratt, Matt yeah, Bomer. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington. Okay. I, I enjoyed that, but it is very much a fluff film. Not as good as yeah. the original. Soundtrack, not even as good as the original. Isn't yeah. it based on some famous Japanese the movie, Seven The Samurai. Seven Samurai? I figured you would know that. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Well, I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh, what's my second? Oh, so my second one, uh, and this is Jasna I'm speaking for, but also myself too. Uh, it's The Wisdom of Crowds by Joe Abercrombie. And it comes out September 16th. This is his third uh, book in his Age of Madness trilogy. And, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. I He is like a god to me. And, most, and <laughs> Jasna, I think, can be more... Uh, he actually looks at him more critically. He loves him too. But I just, when I like yeah. talk about him in the group, I just say he's the best and everyone is wrong for not liking him where Jasna actually has good things to say. But, um, you know, this, he does, he planned this in advance. I always love authors who do that, who kind of uh, already have their stories set when they uh, write their trilogies. So he knows how it's going to end. We're going to find out how our characters <laughs> live or die, or it's going to be unsatisfying as is the Abercrombie way. If you've ever read any of his books. <laughs> Um, I'm curious to see. Any <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Unfortunately, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love his books, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. Happy uh, yeah. And it's just not satisfying. So yeah, yeah, that's not what I wanted, but it's fine. I still love it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna see. I'm curious to see if any familiar faces pop up. I'm thinking of a certain someone. Jasna hopes they do not show up. I've talked to him about it. Um, and just quickly with Abercrombie, I judge his books, his trilogies as a whole. I think, I guess you could say that about any trilogy, but where some of them, you can be like book twos, this and that. I think his work better as much better when you look at it as a whole, like that first, first law trilogy. Like if you just looked at his first book one, you'd be like, I don't understand why he's one of the most popular uh, people in fantasy but when you read it all and you see kind of what he's working towards you may still say <laughs> may still say that but <laughs> i think uh but i think it uh, you know i just think they're so, better judged as a whole as a trilogy so i'm excited to see how so what you're saying is that it should be judged as a really long book as opposed to yeah books. it's kind of like the lord of the rings right yeah, you, that's, what you judge yeah, that's, yeah that's what i was thinking right. sorry Craig will strike me down for comparing that to the Lord of the Rings, but I do, I do think that's how that. <laughs> He's coming works. for you. He's <laughs> yeah. right behind you. So, but yeah, so I'm excited that Jazz and I know is really psyched for that too. Cool. All right. Um, so it's me again. This is a book I am very excited for. It is uh, the tentative title is Nowhere. It is the third book in Brandon Sanderson's Skyward series. Uh, Brandon Sanderson is to me what Joe Ab Abercrombie is the Yeti. He is my favorite author. I will read anything he puts out. I just love him. Um, for those who haven't read the series, uh, the series follows a space fighter pilot. Her name is Spensa, 
and we get to see her go on interesting adventures, I would say. Uh, at first glance, it appears to be, you know, your standard boy and his dragon story, but it does expand into a lot more. And yeah, I would say Skyward is probably my favorite non-Cosmere series that Sanderson has written. It could be Rhythmatist, but you know, he, you know uh, we don't talk about Rhythmatist anymore. I mean, just <laughs> I would love to point to the main podcast because they covered the first two books in the series. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is no set date for Nowhere. Uh, we know it's going to release at some point in November, but that's all we have right now. Who's and I'm pretty sure. Brand- who's this Brandon Sanderson? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Brandon Sanderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Is this self-published? Or- <laughs> yeah, self-published uh, author. You know, just this like little tiny author. I'm sure nobody has heard of him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of Rob Hayes, but he finished another, uh, you know, self-published series called The Wheel of Time. I don't think some people have heard of that either. Oh, oh okay. Now that rings a bell. That oh, okay. okay. Good, good, Thank good. good. Yeah. I, I there's a large group of us excited for Nowhere. Yes. And it is. I am looking forward to it. I actually yeah. forgot that was going to be released this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowing, knowing Sanderson, uh, it's going to get released pretty much on time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really set dates, but... Odds are it's going to be released in November because that is his favorite month to release books. So, yeah. Cool. So, um, we're moving now into books that we're not exactly sure when in the year they're going to be released, uh, but it's expected in 2021. So, uh, we've got, I think, Yeti, you've got one coming? Yep. Uh, this one is from, is it Sesky or Chesky? Chesky. Is there a che- Chesky. Oh. Jesse, yeah. okay. The H is invisible, but present. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's called The Fall of Babel. I don't know if I've ever pronounced Babel. this. Babel. It is Babel, right? Babel. Yeah. Um, by jo- Josiah? Josiah Bancroft? Um, Josiah. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. Uh, it's fine. Uh, I yeah. mispronounce things all the time. You get it. So you get it. You yeah. get it. Uh, and it's the, Senlin, it's the fourth book and the final, I think, in the Senlin uh, series. I've read... Um, I've read the first book uh, halfway. I love and I loved it. This is like one of the weirdest things. I loved it. The writing's great. If you, it's like, so the story is uh, Senlin, this teacher, goes to this tower, which is massive and it has all these different levels, and he loses his wife. I mean, pretty. I loved it. I uh, not because I hate my girlfriend or anything, but I just like the concept <laughs> of having trying to find having to find someone like that. It's just yeah, it's, it's just a great start to a story. This so. Um, but yeah, it's, it was one of those things where I think if you read this book in this series that you shouldn't have anything else waiting for you. Cause I tried to rush through it and I'm like, I should just be like, just taking my time with this. The the sentences are so nice. The way he writes is it's like accessible, but also, you know, the flowery type of, you can tell that he, he's talented. Um, but so yeah, this is the fourth one. I think it was originally supposed to be a trilogy and he had to push it out one more book. I know this is very popular in our fantasy. Uh, having read, yeah. you know, uh, half a book, I was happy. happy <laughs> I can. I was pushing it on Craig. I think once I'm like, you guys should read this. And I think he even said you like it. I'm like, well, you know, I've read half of it. <laughs> um, but I do think it has a lot that the the Legendarium crew could talk about. You know, on different levels. Um, again, from what I've read from the half of it, but uh, but I can see why this is it's so popular. And the covers are really cool too. Not not to bring up covers on a podcast, again, but. They're catchy. Yeah, Chesky's right on this one. This is this is going to be really popular come when that releases sometime. <laughs> I look sorry. forward to reading. I'm glad you don't hate your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I don't want that to come out the wrong way. Like I love it because he lost you his wife. Put this Isn't that great? And send it to her just so she knows for a fact that <laughs> yeah. you don't hate her. <laughs> yeah. You want I'm me to sorry. cut out that part? What? Just no, she, she, she won't believe it. It's nothing. <laughs> Lord. Uh. Yeah, I I do look forward to starting the series when when it's done. Yeah. Right. Has anyone here read it or no? I have not. I have have not. Yeah, it is cool. Hear great things. Especially Um, from Chesky. Yeah, well, Chesky likes all the books. 
He reads so much, by the way. A tangent. He always has a new recommendation. Yeah, you read 80 books last year. <laughs> That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. God bless and him. he likes them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Small percentage but, of books he doesn't like. Yeah, it is. It's he actually has a list of books he doesn't like. That's only like nine books long. How much he like, likes every like, book. I love it. <laughs> I know, right? So um the next book on our list is also being looked forward to by Chesky, but also myself. And it's the Olympian Fair. It's the second book in the Cinder Spire series by Jim Butcher. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited because I never thought I was going to get a sequel uh, to um, the Aeronauts Win Less. But it's coming, and it's a really fun uh, steampunk world where ships fly using magic crystals, and there's cats, and there's humans, Mm -hmm. and there's humans with cat genes, and they all live together far above the Earth's surface. Mm -hmm. And the magic workers are all slowly going insane because that's the price of their magic. And a dark force from the surface of the earth is trying to incite war between the different spires for its own end. And I'm just so excited because like I said, I, I well, Jim, Jim Butcher kind of quit writing for her. Like, what was it, five years? It was a while. And hmm. so I just never thought we're never, we were ever gonna get a sequel. And the cats um, have their own political system set up, kind of not, not in opposition, but it's like a, there's two societies. There's the cat society, and then there's human society, and they kind of live in the, they mm-hmm. live in the same place, and they have limited interaction. But one of the main characters talks to cats. So. <laughs> anyway, are they and cat I think, people or actual cats? Well, they're, they're no, they're cats. Oh, but there's also there's also people who've been genetically modified. It's not really clear, at least in the first book, but it, it it's like they've been genetically modified with cat genes. Yeah. And they're kind of a warrior group. Oh. But you don't really know where they come from. Like That's not explained, at least not in the first. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe they'll delve more into that in the second. Well, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't even matter if they don't, to me, honestly. Because <laughs> the stories are so fun. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, there's pirates and there's spies and there's assassins. It's a lot of fun. Do you yeah, know? I... Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, it's just funny. I saw that book everywhere when it first came out. And then, like you said, it ha- I didn't even know if it'd get a sequel or if it got, if he just <laughs> got bored and didn't want to write any more in it or what? He went through a period of uh, personal difficulty where he right. kind of quit writing for a while. Mm-hmm. And so um, when he started releasing, what was it? What was the Peace Talks Peace was his talks. first release after quite a period of time. I think, I think they talked about it in the, the interview that Legendarium yes. did. With him, with Butcher. Yeah. Um, Do you know if the series, like how long the series will be now that he's back to writing? I just know that he's planning on releasing it every other year in Dresden every other year for the next couple of years. Oh, okay. It will probably be shorter than Dresden because I imagine Dresden, very long, (laughs) but fantastic. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Codex Hilaria is five books, I want to say. Six. Okay, five or six. Yeah. You might be right. I, don't know. I mean, one of those two. <laughs> it's either it's not a certain a trilogy. Number, yeah. It's not a trilogy. <laughs> it's also good. And it's Pokemon mm-hmm. with Roman Legionnaires. Yeah. Basically. That's the only books I've, of his I've read. And I really like uh, that, though. It was, that was fun. Oh, they're fun. I'm, I'm not a... I'm a butcher virgin, okay? I will get oh. there eventually. A Brandon Sanderson virgin? A butcher virgin. <laughs> <laughs> technically i've good. technically i've read like 40 ish pages of elantris so <laughs> there. read something else that's not like one of his cosmere books like yeah, you're a pro read skyward <laughs> read skyward skyward is ya so i gotta mm-hmm. i gotta read M- malazan Malazan. oh yeah whatever that, that's another plug for another now set of episodes sad. we're doing. Oh, like anyway. Like yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so that one, yeah, sometime in 2021. And then we've got another one. Uh, so Yeti, you're going to cover another one. Uh, yep. This one's another one of Jasna's. Uh, he's hyped about called Priest of Gallows by Peter McLean. And um, it's the third book in the War of the Roses 
I'll say series because I don't think it's the last book. I think it was meant to be, or people thought it would be. And then on the Twitter, uh, the author said, ha, you guys thought this was three books. And we're like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't we? It's a, you know, that's what fantasy is. And he's like, no, 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 it's going to be more. So who knows? <laughs> um, but I think uh, Jasna and Red, are you, are you going to be on a podcast for the yes, first book? Yes, we're going to do Priest of Bones. Yep. So uh, they're really they're fun. I it's, oh. Remember who else is going to be on that? I thought it was Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. The three of us. It's um, it's like Peaky Blinders. If anyone's ever watched that, where it's kind of like a. Well, it's not a London gang in here, but I envision a London gang uh, where a guy comes back from the war and his old buddies go back to their hometown, their city. And it's been kind they take it back from, you know, whoever is in charge now. And they just kind of run this, run this town like cool, you know, scotch drinking thieves they are. Except this one has magic and wizards and um, stuff like that. So it, it's really fun. It's, I like it. It, it follows the main character who's like a definitely an antihero um, who does terrible things. He's a priest all in really name only. He, murders and just does a lot of terrible stuff <laughs> priest have you read priest of bones yep i've read them both um okay. they're pretty they're really short they're only like well not really short but they're like 300 pages I mean, that's pretty short it's a sanderson novella i guess uh, <laughs> well so. i mean <laughs> i just yeah. read rhythm of war like in november that was yeah a month ago it, yeah it took beefy. me a month to read that it's beefy yeah um, but yeah, this I like characters who kind of uh, what what they'll do for power and like the limits they'll go to, and you know if it corrupts them, if it if they realize it's corrupting them, and that's kind of this is a really good book with that with our main character Thomas Piety. So, um, so what does this say about you? Uh, everything I think. Is- <laughs> he hates his girlfriend, and he loves the priest who kills people. I guess <laughs> he doesn't hate his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right, just, my bad. On my record, bad. I do not. Hate his <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just a good thing. I just, you know, when characters are pushed like that, I just, it's interesting, and, and especially no, when they is. don't know that they're, you know, going too far, and it, it's, it's, it's interesting. So they're good. Yeah. They're, they're fun. Again, they're these all these books. I, I except for Senlin, that would hurt my brain too much. I had to put it down and, you know, but uh, they're all pretty easy reads, you know, and break up bigger series nicely. No, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Great. And um, I think, yes, um, or somebody edited the, the spreadsheet and said it's coming in May, May 27th, maybe. Yeah, I added May because I saw it all on there. But then you said oh, okay. these were the ones that we didn't know, so I deleted it real quick when you said that. So I didn't. But you still saw it, so I I was I was too oh. slow. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it it could be May. You 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 could totally be right. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> I don't follow the author, but um, I am very much looking forward to reading the first book. Yeah, cool. Okay, I think we've got our last one. Spook, you want to yeah. take it away? Uh, best for last. So. It is, in my opinion, I think. Um, This book probably won't even release this year, but I really wanted to talk about it uh, just because what has been happening in this community has been very exciting for me. Uh, This last book is Doors of Stone. It is the long-lost third book in the Kingkiller Chronicles, uh, written by Patrick Rothfuss. It follows our protagonist, Kvoth, now known as Coat, as he tells his story of his life and exploits through the Chronicle. Uh, I'm very excited for this book because it has been many, many, many years since the last book released, uh, Wise Man's Fear. Uh, and what has me really hyped is for so many years, Patrick Rothfuss has not even talked about the book. He hasn't even talked about the book series. And it's been, you know, irking the fans like, like come on. But uh, after dealing with a lot of, you know, personal issues or mental problems, uh, He's finally writing again. He's finally talking about the book again. And it is just all very exciting. Uh, I don't think it will release this year. Um, I think it could. But based off of how he has been talking about it, it probably won't release until 2022 at the earliest. I just really wanted to talk about it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I know people are really excited, but... I mean, you don't just, like it. No, it's not. It, it's not that. It's just. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's going to release, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I, that is fair. That is fair. 
Um, I didn't like them, but that's yeah. not why. I, I love not, not only do I think they're coming out this year, I want to go on record that I'm Team Denna, and anyone who says otherwise... That's right. There's a lot of slander in the Rothfuss part of this community, and I... Denna, it I is very deserved. <laughs> so, I want to... Um, clarify when i say i don't like them the writing is really really great he's a very good writer i just don't like his characters and i don't like spending time with them it's funny i get so my brother's i'm 32 and he's like 10 years younger than me and i gave him he start. he got into fantasy and he wanted to uh know what to start with and i gave him mistborn and the name of the wind and before he finished The Name of the Wind, he had read all of Mistborn. He had been halfway into the Stormlight, and he read Elantris. Um, <laughs> so it's just it, it's just some some people just gravitate to it. Yeah, it's taste. Yeah, different. Yeah. You know, I don't think it. He, he still liked Name of the Wind, but he's just like yeah. they lean towards that type of fantasy. And well, to be fair, the first third of Name of the Wind is a bit of a slog. At, at least for me, it took me a little bit to even start Name of the Wind. But yeah. It's funny. I, and the main character yeah. is also a horrible person that I hate. I <laughs> Arguably. <that>. My name <laughs> is The Name of the Wind, and few fantasy books do this for me. I don't like, I just love that setting. Even just that inn uh, that you go to in the beginning, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. Coat or Quoth isn't totally likable, I agree with that. I just love being around that when he's walking into inns and pl- the music scenes when he's playing on stage. Like, it just yeah. transports you to, like, I wish I was, that's like, I wish I was there, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life. I wish I was there. Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of do relate to Kavoth a little bit as a guitarist and as a vocalist. And as I an like, person. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. I like to envision myself up on the stage and I'm like, oh, this would be so great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're say is I I enjoy the <laughs> reading experience. <laughs> I enjoy the reading experience of Name of the Wind, but I could not make my way through a wise man's fear. Mm. I'm going to give it another try, but it was just not the same. Like the excitement that I had reading the first book did not carry through to the second book. So I'm going to give it a try. When Doors of Stone's release date is announced. Announced. (laughs) I will give it another try. Ooh. If it's actually released and I can hold, the I, book think in my hand. I think it will. I think it will. My estimation is next year. Yeti is this year. So, yeah. right. yep. cool. All right. Any All right. closing thoughts? Um, nope. I feel like someone on Discord asked for something to be brought up, but I for Ian said something, but I forget now. So I'm sorry, Ian. My condolences. Well, I think he said something about Leviathan Wakes, but I'm not sure. What that was referring to, because that is the new um, expanse book. Oh, he said, which yeah. is coming out, which I, okay. I am looking forward to. Yeah. Okay, the is it book nine? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nine something that I read really fast last winter, and then I, I mean, they were fun and they yeah. were good, but you know, eh. they have a big fan base here. Yeah, they're you're right. They're fun, and you know. Um, and he said winds of winter so we could all laugh at him at that that'd be fun so yeah that won't release this year winter can be hopeful about ever, Stone, but winds of winter no. will never release yeah no, i will yeah. buy ian a drink if it actually <laughs> happened i'll start the series if winds of winter gets announced oh. yeah. no it needs to be released you need to wait till it's actually <laughs> released <laughs> in your hands <laughs> right like i got the book right here finally happens i have the book okay now time to start at book one <laughs> exactly <laughs> i stopped time. in the middle of book five i want to say in that series i think it kind of went off the rails to be honest but that's just my so did the show yeah, i no didn't watch and we're not show. gonna talk about that <laughs> <laughs> that concludes this episode everybody <laughs> Um, so which releases are you looking forward to this year? Let us know which ones we missed and should know about. You can find us on the Legendarium's Discord. Uh, the invite link is on thelegendarium.com. We are also on Twitter at Green Team Pod. 
Shout out to Horizon Brave for starting it all. Thank you to our panelists, Spook, Yeti Beats, and Little Red Book. I'm Befuddled Panda. Until next time. Goodbye. 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 See ya. Nothing on the radio.